You're here with Hannah Weir. I'm a multi-passionate creative, podcaster, speaker, and a certified meditation and mindfulness teacher. This podcast is designed to inspire a new way of being, living in the moment with more ease and alignment with our true selves. I'm on a wild journey of self-discovery and love, and I'm here to share that journey with you, with all of the tools, tips, and lessons I learn along the way. Thank you so much for being here, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's take a really nice deep breath before we get into this. And exhale. Let it all go. Shake it off. I have been on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery, self-love, self-development, whatever you want to call it, for the last at least five or so years, five, six, seven years probably. And over this time, I have been working through a lot of unlearning, unlearning who I am not letting go of all of the things that I was told that I needed to be, that I should be, unlearning all of these old belief patterns and habits and behaviors that aren't really true to who I am. And as part of this journey, I've come to really understand the things that perhaps hold me back from being myself, from being my true self, from showing up unapologetically and authentically as who I am. And I've really come to kind of understand the things I suppose that do prevent me from showing up as the fullest expression of myself, which I think is what we're all really here to do. I think we're all here to really embody and embrace and express all of the different parts of ourselves. And I've come to recognize the patterns and the behaviors and the habits that either support me in doing this or take me away from this ability to just show up as myself and be myself. And so I've written down some different things that I'm personally going to be practicing now with this awareness of the things that have really helped to completely transform my life and that I want to continue to focus on to continue to transform my life and to be myself. And I want to share these things with you so that you can come along on this journey with me to really embrace and love and express all that you are as well. And I want to start off by saying that we need to talk about this idea of becoming the best version of ourselves. I've seen a lot of videos pop up recently on YouTube about being your best self in 2024, become your best self in the new year, and all of this kind of narrative around this idea of being our best selves. I am all for personal growth and expansion. I am all for wanting to evolve and wanting to learn and grow and change and become a quote-unquote better version of ourselves but I think that even just the wording of better implies that we are not good enough as we are it implies inadequacy it implies that who we are right now is not good enough and we need to aspire to some better version of ourselves in order to be whole and worthy and in order to be loved, in order to be enough, good enough. And I think that that is an illusion 
and that is a fallacy. And this is what I really want to talk about today is this idea that we can transform our lives. We can become a more, I don't even want to say a more evolved version of ourselves without having to aspire to become a better version of ourselves. We can show up as that person right now. We don't have to wait until the future to become some better version of ourselves. We can be who we want to be right now. And it's recognizing the things that get in the way of that, of showing up as ourselves each and every day. And so the first thing that I am doing right now and the thing that I have recognized is so supportive to me, getting out of my own way essentially, is having a daily practice, having a morning practice of attunement, of tuning my energy to how I want to feel that day. And really what it is, is tuning my energy to my true self, my authentic self, coming back to myself. And so this is something like a meditation practice where I'm able to tune in and check in with my real self and reconnect with my true self. A practice where I can quieten down some of the outside noise, let go of some of that noise that we are constantly exposed to. I mean, often we, first thing in the day, we grab for our phone. We grab for our phone and we go onto social media and immediately we're taking ourselves away from us and we're throwing ourselves into what everyone else is doing. And then this can bring up all kinds of things like comparison, self-judgment, feeling like we're not good enough. And again, this idea of inadequacy, this idea of everyone else is living a better life than me. Start your day with a practice of being in your own energy, of coming back to yourself and using any tool that can help you to do this. So meditation is a great tool. I have plenty of meditation recordings up on my YouTube channel. You can go find them. I'll leave them linked below. And I also have created my own personal attunement, I'm calling it, because it's a combination of meditation, it's a combination of visualization, affirmations, all of these things that can help us to get into this energy, this frequency of just really being ourselves and showing up as ourselves for whatever life is throwing at us in that day. So it's tuning our energy to be who we really are. And I, I'm sure you've all experienced those periods where you maybe you listen to a song, maybe you're in the flow doing something that you love doing and you just feel like so lit up and so like, yes, this is what I'm here to do. This is who I am. And you just feel this real connection to your spirit and to yourself. This is what we're doing here by tuning, intentionally tuning our energy with an attunement. And I have also created a recording for you if this is something that you're needing help with, wanting to tap into that energy of your true self, be in your own personal power, believe in yourself, trust in yourself, that feeling of like, I can do anything and just feeling so aligned and so on purpose with who you really are. I have created a recording for you and I'll have it linked below if you want to check it out. And this, my intention with this is to help you to get into that frequency, to get into that energy, to tune your energy, attune your energy to how you want it to be for the day. The next thing that I am doing to completely transform my life and something that I've been working with for a little while now is this idea of self-concept. You've probably heard it around a bit, especially if you 
are really into spirituality or personal growth and development, there's this concept or idea of self-concept that has been doing the rounds recently. And what it really is, it is the idea of who we think we are. And so it's harnessing this idea of who we think we are, but to be in a more empowered place than a more disempowered place. And I'll give you an example. Our identity, who we believe ourselves to be, shapes all of our experiences. If we believe deep down, and I believe that our beliefs shape our identity, our beliefs of who we are, if we believe deep down that we are not worthy, that we are not good enough, that we're not creative, that we're not smart, whatever it may be, whatever stories we have, beliefs, stories, the same thing that we have about ourselves, this is going to shape our reality. This is going to shape how we show up in the world. If we don't believe that we're smart or we're creative or whatever it is, then we won't show up fully with the, the gifts that we have been given in life. For example, I'm writing a book right now and I've had a lot of self-doubt come up. I've had a lot of feelings of fear. Who's going to want this? Is it going to be good enough? And I've recognized that these beliefs just do not actually serve me in the slightest in actually creating the thing that I've been called to create. I had this real feeling come to me when I had just turned 33. It was on at midnight on my 33rd birthday. It was such a mystical experience of having this real clarity come to me that I'm going to turn all of the teachings that I've been practicing and teaching and sharing over the last few years in my own in my business and on social media and in private sessions with clients, I'm going to turn all of these teachings into a book. And I'm also going to share and weave my own personal journey and story in there. And I'm going to share it. I call it a book, but it's not even going to be a book. It's going to be this multimedia creative offering of myself. And it's going to be something that people can experience in a myriad of ways. I had this kind of mystical experience of feeling like this is what I'm going to do. This is the next big project that I'm going to work on. And so anything in my belief system or my identity that doesn't fully trust myself or believe in myself in being able to bring this vision to life is actually just getting in the way of me creating the thing that I really want to create and that I really feel called to create. And I know deep down when I, again, am in alignment with that true frequency, my authentic energy, when I'm in alignment with that, I know I can create this thing. But as soon as I dip into fear, as soon as I dip into self-doubt and feeling like this fear come up, having these negative stories, these limiting beliefs come up, it just gets in the way and stops me from being able to take aligned action on that thing that I'm really excited about and that I really want to create. So the idea of self-concept is intentionally creating this identity around who we believe ourselves to be. And I think if we can have this combination of attuning our energy, connecting back with who we really are deep down, and then having this conscious, intentional 
practice of creating this idea of who we believe ourselves to be, then these things can just kind of build on each other and we can know deep down who we are, but then we can take action because we know who we are. And so this is all about getting really clear on what is important to us, getting really clear on our values, getting really clear on the things that do excite us, the things that we do really genuinely desire from a heart place, from a heart-centered place, the things that are really important to us and the things that we really want to spend our time, our energy and our attention on. These are our most important, precious resources our time, our energy, and our attention. So how are we spending these things? Are we investing them on the things that really matter to us? Or are we investing them on things that are not important and that are not going to lead towards living the life that we know deep down that we are destined to live? The next thing I wanna talk about is noticing the fear. I've kind of touched on it, noticing these limiting beliefs that come up, noticing these stories, these fear patterns, and it is all rooted in fear. I believe, and I'm gonna talk about this in a workshop that I do at some point, and it's also gonna be talked about in the book that I'm creating, but I believe that there are two driving forces in life, in the world. There are these two forces, there is love, and then there is anything separate from love, which is rooted in fear. So when it comes to our ideas of ourself, our self-concept, it's the feelings of inadequacy. It's the feelings of not being good enough, not being worthy, not being loved. Anything that is disconnected from this loving presence, this loving energy is rooted in fear. That is my belief. And so I really want to encourage you as part of this process of transforming our lives and being ourselves is to recognize the fear when it comes up to know that the fear will be there it will come up it is something that is naturally a part of anything doing anything in our lives any changes that we're wanting to make any projects or creations that we're wanting to birth and bring to life there will be fear Fear will be present, fear will come up. And so it's recognizing it and noticing it, but not buying into it. And something that I've been doing and that my mindfulness practice has really helped me to become aware of is noticing those stories, but not giving them any attention and energy. And I want to I want to be very clear right now that we're not bypassing it. We're not spiritually bypassing and just saying everything's amazing and I'm amazing and I'm brilliant and all of these things. No, we're acknowledging that these feelings, these emotions or these beliefs are very real to us. They are often really deeply rooted in our childhood, in experiences that we may have gone through, in traumatic experiences, anything that has made us feel disconnected from our sense of self-worth and self-love. Again, going back to this idea that there are these two forces, love and fear, anything that has taken us away from love, it is a very real experience that needs to be felt and acknowledged. So we're not bypassing the fear. We're not ignoring it and we're not expecting ourselves to be fearless, to have no fear. It's to really be courageous in the face of fear. This is what courage is really all about. Courage is 
not the absence of fear, but the recognition that something is more important than fear. This is a quote, and I'm going to put it up on the screen so I don't incorrectly quote it. But this is one of my favorite quotes because it's recognizing that fear will be present, but we're not going to let it stop us from being who we are here to be. We're not going to let it stop us from taking that aligned action towards living the kind of life that we really so deeply, so truly, so heartfeltly, making up words here, want to experience and desire to experience. The next thing that I'm doing is making space for play and fun, making space to enjoy the little things in life. I talked about this last week on the podcast, the importance of looking for these little moments of joys in amongst whatever is happening in our life, the importance of paying attention to the things that we can be grateful for. Gratitude is such a powerful practice because it helps us to acknowledge just how much good there is in our lives, even if things are not going the way that we want them to be going, even if we feel disconnected from our true selves, even if we feel lost in life, we feel like we're behind in life, there's always something that we can be grateful for. And we are always, we always have the ability to look for these little things in life. And this is where opening ourselves up for play and enjoyment and to do the things that we love is such an important thing in being ourselves because this is where we access our delight. This is where we access uh, this childlike part of us, this essence, this spirit of who we really are is through play, is through allowing ourselves space to enjoy our lives because what is the point if we're not able to enjoy life? It goes back to this notion that I was mentioning at the start of this video that we need to become better, that we need to achieve this or aspire to be this best version of ourselves. The best version of ourselves is who we are right here and now and who we choose to be in this moment. It's not some future version of ourselves. It's who we are right here and now. And of course we can want to make changes. And of course we can have goals that we're working towards and things that we're aspiring to achieve in our life. Of course, but the only version of ourselves we ever have access to is the one that we are right here and now. So this is where we can take our power back by being really intentional and choosing who we are in this moment. And this is also where we can remind ourselves to not take life so seriously, to make space for enjoyment, to make space for play, to make space for fun, to just allow ourselves to enjoy the journey because there is no destination. I know I say this all the time, but life is a journey and there isn't somewhere that we're trying to get to. Of course, there will be milestones along the way. Of course, there will be things that we achieve. Of course, there will be these highlights, but there's also going to be a lot of lows. There's also going to be a lot of challenges. This is just the natural ebb and flow of life. And so can we allow ourselves to enjoy the process and enjoy the journey of just being who we are and enjoy noticing who that is? This is one of the greatest gifts that mindfulness has given me is this ability to observe myself when I'm not thinking about who I need to be, just being who I am and observing and allowing life to show me who that is.
the next thing that I am doing for myself to transform my life and that I'm encouraging you to do too is to slow it down. Slow it down a little. Allow yourself to move slowly. There is no rush. There is no urgency. Again, we're not getting anywhere. Nothing in life is ever urgent. We are able to take small, slow steps each day. And in fact, there's a quote that I love, and again, I'll put it up on the screen. Slowly is the fastest way to get where we want to go. It's something along those lines. And it's just this idea again that nature doesn't hurry and yet everything gets accomplished. One of my favorite Lao Tzu quotes, nature doesn't hurry and yet everything gets accomplished. Can we trust ourselves that if we just take small aligned steps each and every day, honor our nature, honor our bodies, honor moving at our own pace, can we trust that what needs to get done will get done? Can we trust that the things that we are aspiring to achieve and experience will come in time, in perfect timing? They will come in the time that they're supposed to, not the time that our mind thinks that they need to be coming. The mind is impatient. The mind is always rushing towards what's next. It's always thinking about what's next. And we can see this when we meditate, when we practice slowing down, when we practice being still and being present, we can notice the mind's tendency to wander, the mind's inability to be in the moment. And we can observe it and we don't have to judge it. We can notice that it's happening without again buying into it. We can notice this fear coming up. Oh, I have to do more. I'm not doing enough. I have to be here. I should be there. We can notice this fear coming up but we don't have to buy into it. We can notice the mind's tendency to be rushing ahead, but we don't have to pay it attention. We can train ourselves to trust ourselves and to trust that everything will get accomplished. We don't have to hurry. This is a big reminder for myself. I have been conditioned, like many of us, to tie my productivity to my sense of self-worth. I still find it hard to feel good enough on the days where I am moving more slowly, on the days where I'm not quote unquote achieving as much as I think or my mind thinks that I need to be achieving. And so this is one of these lessons that I'm just here to learn, to not take life so seriously, to not take myself so seriously to allow myself to move slowly, to allow myself to move at my own pace. Some days I move so quickly and I'm able to accomplish and achieve so much, but other days I just need to rest. I just need to move slowly. So can we allow ourselves to slow it down a little, to trust ourselves that things, whatever needs to get done, will get done and to move at our own pace. Okay, the next thing that I'm doing for myself to transform my life and that I want to encourage you to do as well is to devote yourself, devote yourself to your work, to your craft. And by work, I want to almost redefine what that means. I want to completely redefine what our work is. Our work is not necessarily a job that we go to. Our work is 
the things that we just cannot not do, the things that just light us up, that give us so much purpose and meaning. And for each and every one of us, that is going to look different. For me, my work is creating. I just am so driven to create. I love creating new things. I love creating, whether it's in the format of a podcast, a YouTube video, whether it's in the form of making something physical, a DIY, crafting, baking, cooking. There's so many different ways that creativity is expressed through me and that it will be expressed through you. We're all very creative beings. Even if you don't identify as being creative, we are so creative as human beings. And so what is it that lights you up? What is it that gives you this sense of meaning and purpose in life? And it's okay if you're not clear on that. Sometimes just asking the question, what is it that I'm here to do? And I don't mean do in the sense of doing a lot of things and being busy like we were talking about before. I mean, what is it that I'm here to contribute? What is it that life wants of me? What is it that I can do that can be of service to other people and to of the whole? And again, often this can be skewed by the idea of how we think we need to serve and to be of service is that it needs to be some big grand expression or some big grand gesture or thing that we do for other people sometimes your greatest service is and in fact i believe all of our greatest service is just being ourselves again being that most true authentic aligned expression of who we really are being that unique person that only we can be with the unique combination of gifts and talents and abilities but also experiences and lessons and things that we have gone through and overcome. We're all here to be ourselves and that is the greatest service that we can give to the world. So what does that look like to you? What is it that you can devote yourself to that can really be the fullest expression of yourself? And again, letting go if we can of all of the ideas of how the mind thinks that should look. Come back to yourself. Come back to your heart. What is it that's really important to you? What is it that really gives you meaning in your life that lights you up? And again, it's going to look different for each and every one of us. So this is where I am going to be devoting myself. I am in devotion of my work and my work is my creativity. My work is being myself. My work is working on all of those areas of life that I struggle with, all of those things that I really find it hard to do, like to appreciate the little things, working through all of the obstacles, working through all of the fear and the challenges that life presents me with. This is my work as well, is overcoming all of these things so that I can get back to my true nature of just being this loving, this kind, this compassionate, this giving, this generous, uh, expression of myself, devotion to my work. And this means focusing on the things that are important, the things that will move the needle forward for me. So like I said before, I'm writing a book right now. How can I devote myself to that each and every day, whether it's just five minutes of sitting down and writing, five minutes of brainstorming, five minutes of reflection, 
just even the smallest ways that we can devote ourselves to our work, to our craft, to our creations, to being that expression, to what it is that we give to the world and how we can be of highest service to the world by being our true selves. And the last thing that I want to share with you that I'm doing to transform and that has already had such a huge impact on my life and continues to is the practice of self-reflection and in particular journaling. I mentioned journaling because it's a really tangible, practical thing that we can do each day is reflect on the day, what went well, what didn't go so well, what is it that I showed, how is it that I showed up for myself or showed up for other people, how might I or could I have better shown up for myself, what is it that I'm ready to let go of, what is it that I'm ready to forgive myself, I mean there's so many different things that we can journal on, what am I proud of myself for, how can I acknowledge and celebrate myself for how I took care of myself today, how I took care of others, whatever it may be. There's so many different ways we can practice self-reflection and journaling is such a great tool that we can use to help us to practice self-reflection and really what it is is becoming more self-aware, becoming aware of those things that do take us away, that do distract us from just, again, being ourselves showing up with love, showing up with devotion, with dedication to what's really important to us, but then also noticing those beliefs that come up, noticing those fears, noticing those anxieties, and seeing if we can be the non-judgmental witness of those things, which we can do through a journaling practice. It can help us to more objectively see those things, to see those patterns, those habits, those behaviors that perhaps do not serve our greatest good and therefore the greatest good of everyone else. So these are a collection of ideas and practices and things that I personally am doing right now and devoting myself to transform my own personal life, to get out of my way and to be able to show up more fully for you, for my audience, for anyone who may interact or engage with my content, but also for myself so that I can get out of my own way, get out of my own way, because I've recognized just how much I do get in my own way. And I am not doing that anymore. I am not telling that story anymore. No, I have done so much work on myself over the last five or so years. My life has completely changed. And if you've been listening watching, following along on my journey for some time, you may have seen some of the changes that I've been through and it has all come back to self-love. It has all come back to this dedication to wanting to really know and understand myself, to wanting to really love myself, to want to evolve and expand and grow, but not to become some future best version of myself but to embrace and embody that right here and now. Because again, this is the only version of ourselves that we ever have access to. So how can we show up for this version of ourselves? How can we be our best selves in this moment without having to put that emphasis or that expectation on the future? This is the whole concept of a rival fallacy. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but this idea or this illusion that our happiness lives somewhere in the future. And we've all had those experiences before where we've pursued some sort of a goal 
And again, there's nothing wrong with pursuing goals, but if we think that the goal or the achievement of that goal is going to make us happy, then we miss the opportunity to enjoy the journey, to enjoy the process, to enjoy being who we are moment to moment in the pursuit of that goal or that desire. So this is what I'm doing. These are the things that I have been practicing for many, many years. And I've come to this place where I am just so dedicated and determined now to live these practices and these tools and these concepts as well. I'm just going to go over them again. This idea of tuning your energy each and every day. Listen to music that makes you feel good, that lifts you up, that connects you back with that most loving, true, aligned version of yourself. Do the meditations that help you to get back to that place. And again, I've got plenty of meditations on my channel and I am going to be sharing more and more meditations. Access the attunement recording that I've created for you. It's linked below. Use these tools, use these resources to help you to tune your energy at the start of the day. Become clear on who you are, your self-concept, and not this ideal future version of yourself, but know who do you really want to be here, right now, in this moment today. Who do you want to be? How can you show up and best honor that version of yourself? How can you best show up and serve and give from that place? Take care of your body. Take care of your vessel. That's something that I forgot to mention. It was on the list. I forgot to, but I think that so many of these things I've talked about are really in service of ourselves. And in addition to that, our physical body, take care of your body, nurture it, eat the foods that you know make you feel good, that help to get you into that energy, that frequency of feeling your best. Move your body in ways that feel good. Go for a walk. Prioritize movement, yoga, stretching, strength tra training, however that feels for you, whatever your body is needing. And again, knowing that in each season of life, our body will need different things. So this is something that I'm really doing is honoring where my body is at right here and now, taking care of this vessel, noticing when the fear comes up, noticing the self-doubt, noticing that it will be there, but it doesn't have to take us away from where we're going. It doesn't have to take us away from being our true self in any moment. Feel the fear, honor the emotions, honor whatever is coming up for you, but don't let it take you off course. Don't let it take you away from your true nature. Notice that self-doubt, but notice what is more important than that. This whole notion of courage being not the absence of fear, but the recognition that there's something more important than that fear. So knowing that the fear will come up, noticing those stories, paying attention to the stories, but not buying into them and not letting them run the show. Play, do the things that you love to do, have fun, enjoy, allow yourself to enjoy the journey, allow yourself to enjoy where you're at in whichever stage of the process this journey that you're on, whatever it may be that you are working towards or that you aspire for yourself. I just thought of another thing that I'm going to record a separate podcast and video about, which is this idea of creating a better vision for your life. Create a bigger, better vision for your life and then show up each and every day believing that you are deserving of that. Move slowly, allow yourself to take your time, to move at your own pace. You don't have to feel 
pressured or rushed by anyone else, by what society tells us, how society tells us we should be moving through the world, how fast we should be progressing in life. It's all an illusion. It's all conditioning. It's not real. You are free. You are safe to move at your own pace. Devote yourself to your work. Devote yourself to your craft. Devote yourself to your creations. Devote yourself to the work of being yourself, expressing yourself, showing up as yourself, and devote yourself to the things that just you can't help but do, that can't help that come out of you. And we all will know there'll be something there that you know that only you can contribute to this world in your own unique way. Devote yourself to that. Let it be something instead of discipline. I love this idea of reframing the idea of discipline to devotion, dedication. Be so devoted to what it is that you really want to create for yourself and create for your life and not in a way of desperation or needing to have it right now, but just in devotion, daily devotion. How can you show up for those things? And last of all is take time, make space to self-reflect, make space to become more self-aware, to become more aware of the patterns, the behaviors, the thoughts, the beliefs that are holding you back that aren't true. They're not true. Whenever it is disconnected from that version of self that we know we are and we know we can be when we're connected, when we're tuned in, when we are in alignment, when we're disconnected from all of the other external opinions and expectations of the world. This is what it is to be really self-aware is to notice these things when they come up and to pay attention to them and things like journaling can really help us to bring that awareness, that non-judgmental, loving awareness to the ways in which we may be holding ourselves back and keeping ourselves small. All right, that is it for today. There's been a lot of content in there. I hope it's helpful. I hope it's supportive. I hope that it reminds you of who you are and that you don't need to become some better version of yourself. You are already in this moment, you are good enough as you are. And that doesn't mean that you can't want to make changes. And it doesn't mean that you can't want to aspire to have this better, bigger vision for your life. Of course, of course, dream as big as you want to dream. And you are deserving of all of those things that you desire. But also remember that you are good enough right here and now as you are. And can we devote ourselves to all of these things that we've talked about today? Can we devote ourselves from this place of being good enough, from this place of self-love and self-worth, showing up with this knowing that we are good enough right as we are here and now, but we can still transform and change our life in so many beautiful, wonderful ways coming from that place of knowing that we deserve it. And you do, you do deserve it. So I am so grateful to have you here. Thank you so much for your time, your energy, your presence. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, if this has been helpful and supportive to you today please leave me a comment let me know what you loved let me know what was helpful for you what you're going to be taking away with you 
and incorporating into your life, please feel free to leave me a review. It really helps me out. Leave me comments, like this video, all of the ways in which you can support me so that I can share more of my work, so that I can share more with whoever needs to hear it. So thank you so much, so much, so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being here. All right, I love you. I look forward to speaking to you next time. Take care, go slowly. There is no rush, there is no urgency. Just show up as who you are, moment to moment. That is all life is asking of you. All right, my loves, I will talk to you very soon. Take care, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and found it valuable and insightful. If you did, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. It really helps me out. And please also consider sending it to someone who may need to hear this as well today. Thank you for being here and thank you for being you. I hope you know that there is no one else in this world just like you. And I'm so grateful to have you here with me on this journey. Take care and I look forward to speaking to you next time.